With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio. Featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. I am so excited to announce that today I am launching a brand new segment to our Masterclass Educational Series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil. I am honored to welcome my new special guest co-host, Connie Viveros. Connie is a gifted intuitive, healer, and spiritual teacher, and since 2011, has served as full body channel for Divine Mother, as well as several other aspects of divine feminine consciousness, including Sophia, Mother Mary, who you're familiar with from her discourses here on the show, the Magdalene Order, Pele, Kali, and a newer tri-council of ancestral light energies who call themselves the Grandmothers. After a brief discussion, Connie will allow Divine Mother to come through to share messages of unconditional love, wisdom, and healing. It is our goal to help you feel a deeper connection to the Divine. During group and individual channelings, transmissions of Divine Mother's healing energy are shared through her use of beautiful sounds of light language to open the heart, harmonize the chakras, and balance one's energy field. Many have received deep emotional and physical healing through these transmissions. Connie conducts online courses and workshops and offers spiritual coaching and mentoring to those who want to accelerate their own soul awakening and path of ascension. To learn more, visit angelsemerging.com, and that is now angels with an S. And if the name of this website sounds familiar to you, it's because Connie and Wendy Gale, Channel for Metatron, are business partners. Visit Connie and Divine Mother's page on spiritualinsightsradio.com to learn more about the Divine Feminine. And if you're new to the show, be sure to tune in to the archives of the Divine Transmissions with Mother Mary and Metatron. Well, I'm excited to get started, so join me in welcoming Connie to the Spiritual Insights family. Welcome, Connie. It's so great to have you with us today. Oh, Shara, thank you. It's a, an extreme pleasure to be here with you. Awesome. So you're now one of us. You are a special guest co-host, and I look forward to having uh, conversations with you like I do Wendy and Danielle 
and allow the listeners to enjoy your beautiful, unique style of teaching. I think this is a wonderful addition to the lineup. So I appreciate in advance all of your wisdom and time and energy. So I wanted the, you're very welcome. I wanted the listeners to get to know you a little bit. So why don't you talk just a little about your path and all those nice guideposts that got you here? Who's Connie? Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Who's Connie? Who is well, Connie? she has morphed and changed, and, and, and literally she has been a woman here on the earth who has reinvented herself multiple times, more than multiple times. And I love that you prefaced the introduction with my business partner being Wendy, because Wendy in channeling Metatron was truly a catalyst in my own life to opening another door that I walked through back in 2011. I met Wendy on 11-11-11. I knew it was an auspicious date. I knew it was a day where cosmically, um, energetically, spiritually, something was going to happen. And so that in my life occurred. And in meeting Wendy, she brought forth in me, and I had been on a spiritual path for decades since probably the early 1980s um, through, as we've talked before, um, the advent introduction to, of course, led me to shadow work, which is all very spiritual, the oriented work. And channeling, though, was not something that I had done previous to 2011. I had spoken to the angels. I had many guides. I had many deep, intense, uh, prophetic, uh, spiritual experiences. And yet I hadn't really merged or, as we called, drawn in union with that which I became. So that happened in 2011. And my first introduction to divine feminine was through Mary Magdalene. Mm. And because Jesus, and he asked me years ago to call him Yeshua, Yeshua through the Course in Miracles and my deep um, exploration of that as both a, a foundational theory in my life and then ultimately a daily practice, um, Yeshua was my guide for many years, and Yeshua came to me one day in meditation and wanted to introduce me to someone, and he brought me to a temple, and it was beautiful, and it was very still, and the energy around it, it was, it was palpable. It was just this sweet, protective, very sacred energy. And he brought me, Shar, to this great um, wooden carved door. It was taller than I can remember. I remember it being seven, eight, ten feet tall, mm. bigger than life. And he slowly opened this door and, and from which the other side just emanated light. Light just poured through this door that he opened to me. And there stood, he called her my beloved. And from that moment, I recognized him bringing me forth in my own spiritual path to an entirely new echelon of integration, understanding, and more fully stepping into my life's work, my life's path as divine mother, divine feminine. 
I can visualize that as you describe it. Mike, it was amazing. It was so deeply touching and profound. I mean, I remember, you know, time doesn't really exist in these experiences we have. Mm -hmm. And I remember being in my home and on my couch in this meditation, and it felt like hours trickled by and tears flowed. And it was just so amazing. And I spent, uh, in my recollection of that years ago, many hours, the hours afterwards with, with Magdalene. She took my hand, she led me, she showed me. And what she did, interestingly enough, I haven't really shared this piece with many, but I remember she took me to a body of water. And I stood, I sat on the edge of the water and she invited me in to the water. I had always previously sort of just had my feet in the water. Mm. Literally. It was literally. I mean, that was my experience of spirituality is I was, I like had my feet in the water. I was, you know, waiting. And she immersed herself, like literally went in the pool of this divine elixir. And she was like, come in, come in, it's safe. And the first time in my life back then, I dove in and I don't think I've ever gotten out. (laughs) It's hard to go back when something like that happens. You can't, you can't go back. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, to this, to this day, Shar, I, I, I recollect that moment, that experience, that particular meditation as a true demarcation of my awakening. Mm. Absolutely. There are certain demarcations along our path that we can say are so significant and they're indelible. And and those are things that bring me to truth. Mm -hmm. You cannot take those away from us. You know, you can read, you can show me books. You can tell me I'm full of it. You can say anything you like, but when you know that that experience for you or for I was, it was real. Mm-hmm. It, it it's just this is this stuff is real oh yeah <laughs> i guess that's my point for me experiences like that that's reality that's the true reality mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. the illusory stuff around you this is just an experience that you volunteered to go through that for me is the true reality is remembering who we are and that we come from divine light all those truths that we discuss here on the show that is my truth those truths are my truth. And so Mm -hmm. that's where I stay, you know, 99% of the time. And of course, things happen in life that kind of throw you off balance, but you know how to get back to balance Mm -hmm. when you rely on those things, you know? Right, right. It is the experience where they've got your back and anytime life does get challenging or or upsetting or, or, or things get in the way you have that as your resource I call that you know they've got my back I always fall back to that and whenever things get sticky and I forget yes you know divine mother divine feminine swoops in and reminds me it's kind of go back to the beginner mind which is the buddhist way but it's like go back to your mat go back to your meditation go back to your breath go back to the inner self Mm. and all we're always well and whenever yes. we do that, all is well. All is well. I go back to my pool. I go okay. back to the okay. side. I slip right in. Magdalene's there. Mother's there. And I all is well. And it's that way eternally. So 
you can't lose it. <laughs> you can't lose it. You can Indeed. only lose sight of it. So, okay, so we wanted to clarify for the listeners because they're going to hear a lot of similar terminology. We're talking mm-hmm. about Magdalene. Her name is Mary, too. So we've got two Marys, three mothers, and whoever else joins the panel. So I want to mm-hmm. be clear that we are talking about Divine Mother. Could you share with us a deeper description of who that is and what that role is of Divine Mother? Because we're hearing Mother, and people are going to think Mother mm-hmm. Mary, but they're two distinct personalities. Of course. Of course. Well, one of the challenges with Mother Mary is, in my perspective, and please don't take this the wrong way, but she's been a bit hijacked by Christianity. And the oh, Catholic yeah. She Church. says that as, as Yeah, she's been hijacked. And so Mary Magdalene was my first introduction to a real integration with the divine feminine. And soon afterwards, Magdalene explained to me, she's not a woman, a person. She's not the person or woman that we know from the biblical stories and the partner, a divine partner to Yeshua. She's, a, she's now a consciousness. And so soon after my own experience and integration with Magdalene and Divine Feminine, it was as though I was part of a bloodline. I was part of a divine line of consciousness. And I was a seed that has been watered over the years of my own journey and exploration of spiritual consciousness. And she said, you're, you're now bearing fruit. Like you're now part of the divine, the lineage of the divine lineage. feminine consciousness. Right. Mm-hmm the lineage and that that exists in many of us that's why you see so many iterations of you know divine feminine magdalene lots of women are coming out you know birthing this within themselves mm-hmm. so mother mary as an aspect of that she in the way it's been shown to me this is my own personal reference mother mary was actually magdalene's teacher mm. She was one of her forerunners and, and Magdalene was a sacred woman and she studied often the, the woman Mary Magdalene in the temples and wisdom schools of Egypt mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, um, well, that's a whole other story. But anyway, Ma- Mother Mary, they were, they were twofold. They were like the twin flames of feminine, of divine feminine when they surrounded Jesus and Yeshua during that time and all the apostles, they held the divine feminine consciousness and anchored that into that storyline. Mm. And so mother Mary is, and the way she's described herself to me is that she, she was one of the divine teachers of all the women of that time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that answered your question, but Soon after Magdalene came in, then Mother sort of appeared as a as a as an aspect of divine feminine, kind of two sides of of one coin. Yes. Okay. She said, "Here is Magdalene, like the young, the maiden, and yes. here is Mother, who who you are as well." So, mm. if, we, if we look at the the you know the triple goddess scenario, maiden, Mother, crone, they were kind of showing me that this is my path. I don't know if that answered your question, but I, I, it, it's a little bit cloudy exactly how it happened, but it went from right. Magdalene, the mother sort of swooped in. And interestingly enough, you asked about a color. 
And when Magdalene first appeared, there was a very distinct color signature that she displayed herself as. And when I began channeling Magdalene, she you know, came through sort of this undulating periwinkle blue color. Oh. You know, she would kind of come in from above and she would literally just kind of just fill me up with this very co- kind of a blue, a bright, vivid blue. Mm-hmm. When Divine Mother started to show up, she changed that color to more of a, of a whitish color. Mm-hmm. You know, it had lots of rainbow color, but it was, it was much, I don't know, it felt like a higher vibrational color, mm-hmm. like diamond sparkling white. Yes. And then Sophia, which is the supreme divine feminine entity, deity and, and consciousness, when Sophia sort of waltzed in my consciousness and my existence, it became pink. Okay. This very distinct pink color. So what my unfoldment has been, Shar, has been sort of whoever shows up shows their color. And then I know, oh, Magdalene's here. Oh, Mother's here. Oh, Sophia's here. Right. Right. Okay. That's the way it's appeared to me. And I'm going to go deeper into this, but just to say that when I interact with Mary Magdalene, Mm -hmm. I get a little nervous because her power is so strong and she's such a force of energy and love and light that I just get still and I'm in awe and, and I let her do whatever she wants to do. And, uh, she demonstrated a little bit of that power. It was extraordinary. I completely concur. She is a potent force and I feel she is definitely grounded on earth. You know, she's here and she is spreading her seed in a way, in a big way. And she came on the scene. I don't know when in that, but my experience in 2011, but since then, I've seen her energy and her consciousness explode Ooh. onto the earth plane. Really? You know, books and channels and information. It's like, oh, oh, she's here. She's arrived. <laughs> she's, yes. She's not going back. She's, she's arrived and she's here to make a difference. Okay. So just for clarification, let's go down the line of the lineage from top on down. Okay. Mm-hmm. So at the very top of the, Divine Feminine Consciousness. You said we have Sophia? Sophia. Yeah. Sophia. Mother Sophia. Yeah. Okay. The grand, and, she's like the grand puba of the Divine Feminine. She just sort of holds, holds supreme all of the collective, Mother Earth, all of the deities, the aspects of Divine Feminine. Okay. So mm-hmm. Mother Earth, Gaia being a feminine aspect, of course, and a consciousness. Divine Mother, Mother Mary. Okay. So we have Mm -hmm. Sophia. Mm -hmm. We have Divine Mother, who who you're bringing through today. Okay. We have Mm -hmm. Mother Mary, who is an aspect of Divine Mother. So we're going down the lineage. Mm -hmm. And then I will say beside her is Mary Magdalene. Correct? Right. Right. And Mother Mary, the Earth Mother Mary that walked the planet at the time, time of Yeshua and during the Christ story 
was filled with the light and love of Divine Mother and Sophia. You know, she she incarnated as the divine, the supreme divine mother, and she had in in the way she's shown herself to me, she had powers of such mystical, cabalic powers. You know, tree of life. She was the origin of life and she understood the mysteries that were not written or well known at the time the time right okay and she taught she taught these in secrecy to other women Mm -hmm. so that they could carry on the lineage the teachings the wisdom Mm -hmm. and she in many many ways what she's always shown to me is the deep devotion and um I want to say equanimity to Yeshua. You know, he yes. held the divine masculine, but he never belittled or in any way diminished Magdalene or mother or the Miriam or the other women in his circle. He mm-hmm. always held them in great esteem. Yes. Uh, I have spoken with her about it. She has not spoken about it on the show, but we have mm. had our private conversations where she explained because I was curious and it started out with a small question and she just went into her explanation and then it just got bigger and bigger containing elements like you were mm-hmm. saying about how Christianity hijacked the name. And she explained that at the time they were having trouble getting women to come to church services. And they had to think of what to do. And so to get the women there, they said, well, let's take the name of Mary, declare that she was a virgin, and give the women someone to pray to. And so she had to kind of rise up to that. And this happened long after her passing. But in terms of her teaching, uh, I did ask about Joseph and what he was like. I love his energy. I've seen him once. But I wanted to know what that dynamic was like back then and she said actually he held her in high esteem and again never belittled or did that whole masculine dominance thing and at home she could speak freely but in public she had to be careful because a lot of the other women still fell into that thinking that they looked up to the men or that they were Mm -hmm. subservient to the men right we had a societal norm much like we have now that societal norm you know, was perpetrated upon us by the patriarch. Right. And so when you were outside, you had, we all, and we can, we still do to this day, we have to live inside the societal norm that's, mm-hmm. you know, on display. And when we go outside of that, you know, you're arrested and put in jail or you're, you know, if you beat children, you're taken away. You know, so there, there are certain things we have to adhere to much right. that Mary and Magdalene and all the women of that time had to but joseph interestingly enough yosef there there are many yosefs like many marys okay there was yosef of arimathea there was you know joseph mary's husband there was yosef the the um uh, what are they she the herder the um what do they call them shepherd anyway he was yeah the shepherd thank you mm-hmm there was Joseph, the brother. So there were many, again, iterations aspect of that as well. And within their family unit, within Mount Carmel, within the Christ story and family itself, they all held this in, in sanctum. They held this in extreme confidence. Mm. 
you know, the, the equanimity, the equality of women to men. They, they actually revered women. They went to women for healing. They, they went to women for blessings. Women in the privacy of their own community actually, you know, were, they were the ones who gave uh, ceremony and service. Hmm. There were times where Yeshua would relinquish blessings to mother. Oh, mm-hmm. I can see and that. And they were in private with the apostles where he would say, you know, mother, no, you do the blessing or mother, mm-hmm. Mary, you do. And she would, she would easily and justifiably take that role. And um, yeah, so they had no, they had no problem with it in private. But again, like I said, in societal presence and public, they had to adhere to a little more of the governing factors of that time. Sure. Yeah, they had to walk behind their husbands. They had to be subservient, et cetera, in public. But that wasn't at all the way it was. Not in private. Nope. No. I, loved, <laughs> I loved hearing about that and the way she explained it. We've been sticking a lot to what's happening in the world. So maybe at some mm-hmm. point, uh, Mother can discuss that. I'm sure everybody would love to hear about that time period on the planet. So have I, ex- uh, have I explained the divine feminine hierarchy well enough? And I believe. That they're, yeah. I believe it's so. Kind of, but if... If the listeners have any questions, they can reach me through my website and I can pose them to you next time okay, you appear. Great. Okay, great. Because there's, again, there's, there's this sort of this divine hierarchy and then all these aspects that fall from that. It's many, many, many. Right. There's many, 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 many. Underneath that one primary energy. Okay. Yes. And so I was going to say that it just makes me smile because um, I think with Mother, Mother Mary, I'm going to try to be careful, and this is to the listeners because... Sometimes I just call Mother Mary Mother, but Divine mm-hmm. Mother is also called Mother. So we're going to try to be descriptive when we're talking about one or the other. But when Mother Mary first came on the show three or four years ago, she was very excited. And she was excited mm-hmm. that we were coming into a time of equality. Mm-hmm. And it's here in the midst of COVID-19. These energies are coming up, expanding energies coming to the planet. And it really is. She said it. Uh, last year, but I wasn't quite there yet. But now I can see it, hear it, and feel it. This really is an exciting time to be alive. I can say that absolutely, hundred percent. Now, <laughs> it brings a lot of gratitude to the understanding that you are gifted this life to be here at this incredibly historic time, and it's not the first historic time experience in your humanity, but if everyone can just take a breath and recognize how essential they are to the whole holding that space of higher degree, higher pedigree of consciousness for mm. what's coming is of the utmost. So to be incarnate at this time, at this place in this world, in this moment is, is extraordinary. Absolutely. Yeah, she feels okay. the converse. The conversation that you are uh, inviting is is enormous. It it, it may take many many uh, hours to unravel it for a full understanding, but there okay. are some some grooves, some pathways of truth that need to be explained. Explained. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, would you like to bring her through, and we'll see what she has to say to all the listeners Absolutely. today. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So Thank you, Connie. Just a moment. Okay, and I usually say I'll talk to you on the other side when you come back. Okay.
Good day, beloveds. Hello, namaste, as we say. Namaste, Divine Mother. Welcome to the show. Ah, it is a pleasure. It is my uh, great honor to be with you in this way. Thank you so much. Mm. So I had a, a couple questions as a way to be a little more familiar with you and, and establish a, a nice connection with the listeners. May I ask Thank those you. questions now? Yes, please. We invite okay. them in. Okay, wonderful. The first one is, what color are you? Which color do you emanate? Uh, my color in particular is of a rainbow, um, and I uh, appear as emotions appear. And as love is uh, felt more deeply, you will see the vividness of a red color or a scarlet, you might call it, magenta. And as there are elements of healing, of the heart, you may see some green and some blue. Mm. So I cannot express definitively that I am of one single color. For my expression, my expression is so broad that it really appears like the earth. When you look upon your earth plane, what colors do you see? Mm. That makes sense. And, and then if you were to look through a crystal, you would see the prism of no color at all, which encompasses all. Yes. Okay. Speaking of earth, do you happen to have a favorite flower or plant? Hmm. Oh, they're all my favorites. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is not one I would want to feel less than another, but uh, the rose is probably the most common when you look upon it to draw reference to the divine feminine, the divine mother. What okay. do you give your mother in honor of her birthday or in honor of her, uh, her honoring the day of the mother? Uh, you would give her roses and white roses or pink roses or red roses or yellow roses. They matter not. It is the perfection of the rose. Yes, there is perfection about the rose. Okay. Where would you like to get started, Divine Mother? Is there something you would like to share with the listeners? And then I can follow up with a question? Or would you like me to ask the question first? There is so much. I have uh, my beginning is, is, is a little consequence. I can point a finger. So ask the question and that's where we will begin. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So we understand that the Christ light in everyone on the planet is being illuminated. With that taking place... We can't go back to the way things were. It's unsustainable. What does that look like moving forward, how the world that we're living in will be? And there was another one. We can start with this. One. Okay, that would be great. So this, this is a very loaded question, as you like to say. Okay. So you speak of the Christ light that is illumined in each and every being. And indeed, this is so true. It is the self-identification with the Christ light that needs to be exposed. And so there is a reckoning of sorts occurring in this moment with regard to um, being sheltered and asked to be quarantined at this time. This is necessary for each person to go deep, more deeply into their Christ-like than ever before. 
And for many, it requires, it requires this um, abstinence from all activity in order for you to do that. And you will even find that within this plane, many people have, have busied themselves even within the quarantine. And this is why it's extended. Hmm. So the extension is so that more and more the, the millions and in fact uh, billions of people that reside, the humanity that is on your planet is so dense right now. How do you bring one, a, a sense of consciousness of the one to the all? Hmm. And it does, mm-hmm. not, it, does not hap- it does not happen, beloved, as we look externally. It happens only when we look internally to the Christ consciousness within each of us, the heart light. Yes. Okay. And so as we spend time in quarantine, more time in quarantine, it forces people to say, well, now I have exhausted all these things I've wanted to get done. The closet's getting clean. The you know, garage is getting clean. The book's being read to where I have nowhere else to turn but in. I see. Okay. If you've noticed these last few weeks where the notification of extended quarantine uh, has been you know, delivered to you, has been delivered a great a variety of responses. And some Absolutely. people are feeling, oh, it is no, I can't take anymore, is some response. Yes. Mm-hmm. And others are others are in the place of yay, goody, goody. I get to spend more time with me. I'm one of those. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. this is because you 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 value you value and bring great honor to your inward practice. You you spoke about it earlier. How it is the illusory world versus the authentic, true the world of truth. I did. Mm-hmm. And the more people that turn inward and go to the light within, the more they will find that uh, consciousness of truth. Beautiful. What occurred to me, since the Christ light is being illuminated and becoming bigger and brighter, I did make the comment to Metatron, and I was very excited, so I kept my comment very simple was that then that will allow us on the planet to see each other much more clearly and that will dissolve some of that sense of separation. That was one thing that I observed in that statement that he made. But my question turned into, so if that Christ light is getting bigger and it is more difficult, as Mother Mary mentioned, it will be more difficult for people to perpetrate against others. My question is, will negative attitudes and behavior then be dealt with in a much more evolved manner by the rest of us? Hmm. Thank you for this um, question of your humanity. And I must pull back the, the veil a bit, the curtain, and... reassess that it is not just your humanity that requires the union of the Christ light. It is about seeing all life as part of your oneness. It is about 
honoring and respecting, my dear, all life that allows you to exist in your um, your environment and your your existence as as human upon the planet. I mean, you look at a human and say, is this life more important than uh, another life, such as an ant or a bee, right, mm-hmm. or a flower, or the need uh, biologically and scientifically for your pollination to occur? For if all the insects and bees were to uh, be eliminated, your your life as a human would follow shortly thereafter. Yes. So the need and necessity to not just look human to human as you know Christ light within and to honor that namaste say to you I see in you it is to see in you in all life the mountains the water the air the earth the fire everything that is part of your balance of existence must be uh, honored it, it must be held in reverence. It must be allowed to exist in harmony with you mm. so that a peaceful coexistence may emerge. And then you, you, you extend this Christ light out to, to all humanity. And the next level or layer is the equality of, of standard of life. Why is it, beloved, that people have, don't have clean water to drink or mm-hmm. don't have shelter or don't have enough food when your world is plentiful? So the humanitarian necessities that begin to be exposed say, well, this is our next level of consciousness to achieve and to succeed at. Okay. One cannot live here and feel whole and one with all when there is another behind them that is their needs have not been met. I see. And then I want to also reference for you the understanding that the light is not, I, I don't know how it was phrased, but it, it is the light is coming closer to you. It is okay. not just life on this planet that is being preserved, but the life on this planet is drawing nearer and closer to integrating and befriending life in other realms and other dimensions. This is something not even considered by many of your race and cultures. And yet, how you exist in the cosmos and the planetary systems is of equal importance. Okay. So this is, it is all about the one, it is all about raising the consciousness to that understanding that it is I, but it is I as a necessary part to the whole. Okay. So it is the path of ascension. I see. And drawing us ever closer to that one cosmic consciousness? Yes, indeed. Right. So imagine a cone, and the cone and the point is on the planet Earth. And as you go outside of that, the cone of light just begins to get larger and larger and larger. larger. Mm -hmm. 
But at first point, the cone of light must encompass your earth first. Okay. And will that happen organically over time and we respond to it? It will not happen organically for the forces at play right now have not allowed for the organic uh, rationale in a long time since organic forces have, have, have allowed the directives of your Earth's evolution. It is manipulated, it is perpetrated, it is out of balance. And so some of this, this is why you see fires, this is why you see volcanic activity, this is why you see tornadoes and flooding and things. It is to bring balance back to things. You have, as humans, um, you know, so often uh, infiltrated other other species environments and said we have this sovereign right to do this and and there are consequences to this so the organic nature of your humanity will bring forth this deeper understanding to be more thoughtful about how you progress and how you preserve and the preservation of your water your land your air, the, the sanctity, the cleanliness of your air, all of these things play a huge part upon your abilities to uh, habitat the earth in a, in a humane way. Mm. So regarding the virus, you have this virus that is uh, running rampant. It is not the first virus that has run its course through humanity, but it is... It, it, this is difficult to understand, but it is necessary. All, all is in divine order. I believe that. So on the other side of this, as you ask your question, it is, it is yes, a way will be made clear, but right now you're sort of midstream in the chaos. Lots of people are running about trying to resolve and dissolve certain aspects of it and there will come a time where enough of them will come together where a path forward will be seen and be agreed upon by all this is part of the plan mm. all countries i think there are 190 or more who are affected they're all coming together for one solution that's beautiful Indeed. I must express my appreciation, even though there is a lot of sadness, death, and uh, chaos. Yes. I watch very closely as to the evolution of things and the way this entire era has been designed and where the shifts are occurring is quite beautiful to watch it unfold. Yes. People are caring about one another in ways that they have not for a very long time. Mm -hmm. The divisiveness in your cultures is, um, you know, to see another just because you're separated by a thought form or a gender or a, a religious belief is, 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 you know, just been long, long, long time in your earth. And it needs to, yeah, it needs to shift and change. Indeed. It does. It really does. Yes. 
what can you tell us about, I guess, I don't want to pick a timeline, but as we move forward, we understand that the virus is kind of retreating somewhat to reinvent itself so that when it comes back, it will be different and stronger. What comfort can you offer the listeners in terms of that strength and intelligence of this virus to continue on its path of existence? This is, again, a complex question, only to the degree that the virus is not evil. The virus is not here to interrupt or create anything other than you know, it's life form. It has, it has a life existence just like a human life would in a sense. Um, the way forward is to allow the virus to, to run its course. And, and what I mean by that is um, there is a tendency for, for you to want to interrupt the cycle and your way forward is, is, to be careful, to take care of you, to take care of yourself. And we're seeing, quite frankly, that so much effort is being spent to uh, find pharmaceutical or chemical ways to alter the course of this virus when, truth be told, you used the word organic earlier and that it can be done more organically. Hmm. If you take care of yourselves more organically and you eat healthy, vibrant, organic foods and you boost your own internal immune systems and you eat healthy, vibrant, alkaline food and then bless this by which you can also achieve greatness, um, you will be okay. It resides much more in one's ability to believe what they believe about themselves than the virus's need or desire to uh, harm you. Hmm. There are many viruses upon your planet and many viruses that could perpetrate great harm. If you see what's happening here, uh, it is much more of a form of a belief system that is wreaking havoc than it is the actual virus itself. Okay. It is very complex because it is not understood at the level of what is happening right now in your collective. And there are dangers because of the way it's being handled, but you of yourself can find ways to protect yourself. And part of that is your meditation, is your belief, is your strength in your sovereignty and your ability to be at optimum health. Okay. You are a vibrant, healthy being. And those that are, those that are um, diminished in their health are indeed at the greatest risk. Mm -hmm. Vulnerable. Okay. Very vulnerable, yes. The virus of itself is not, is not a consciousness that wishes to harm anyone. I sincerely believe that having had... An, a wonderful conversation with an expert on viruses. Uh, mm. So that was very fascinating. I wonder, Mother, if you can offer the listeners a brief guided experience in terms of staying grounded and centered through the rest of this. Would you like to do that? 
Yes, of course, of course. Okay. So it is really about the light and the way I wish to offer this and provide this is for each of you to find yourself in a centered and grounded position, sitting, standing, lying down, however you prefer. And imagine, if you will, a pyramid that forms around you. A beautiful cone-like shape, a three-dimensional pyramid, much, it's a half of a Merkaba. <laughs> and just allow this pyramid to rest itself around your body form. You can be sitting in the lotus position or lying down. And as you draw your breath in, just imagine as such that you are drawing in light from above, from the cosmos, from the sun. And the light begins to fill the pyramid that you sit within. Breathe through your nose, out through your mouth. This is your sovereign temple. This is the place where you reside, where all the answers that you seek for yourself are available. So whatever is on your mind, on your heart, just allow the temple to be your refuge. Invite the question in, whatever it is, the conflict, the concern, the fear, the worry, the grief. And ask the light in your temple to bring you a feeling, a sign, a message, a word. of peace and hold that word or phrase or understanding and invite it into your heart and let it be planted in your heart. The idea, the word form just allow and see yourself like a seed it plants right in the center of your heart. For now, I'm just going to let the pyramid of light recede back up to source light. Just allow it to just dissipate. And then you stand there with this seed of light within your heart. And between now and the next time we meet, I invite you to water and nurture that seed within your heart. so that it grows stronger in you. And together, we will rebuild your humanity in a way that you find more comforting and desirous. Hmm. And that holds that, beloved. That, that holds a lot of promise. It does, indeed. May I ask you... Possibility. Possibility. May I ask you one last question? Indeed. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, 
Connie and I did our best to describe accurately the lineage of the divine feminine consciousness. Is there anything you would like to add to help the listeners understand who you are and your role in the divine? Yes, indeed. I would like very much for all of you to understand that there is no hierarchy. Mm. Okay. That we are all supreme beings. That we are all part of the same light form fabric. And there is no thread of the grid or the light that is less or more important than another. And we should all take uh, the humility, take the humility to say if one breaks or falters or, or falls off balance, that we want to turn to that which is in need to support it, its return to health and wholeness. Okay. So we all need to be each other's keeper in assisting us to remember who we are. Mm, I see. Lovely. And breathe. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> and breathe. Yes. <laughs> good so breathe. many times we find ourselves in these moments of just utter um, uh, amazement and we forget to breathe and just keep the energy flowing through you and more will come. Mm. Very true. Very true. All right. All righty. I'm sure on behalf of the listeners that we ask your blessing this day and every day. Namaste, beloved. Thank you Namaste. for your service. You're welcome. Namaste. Wow. Really? I was a little checked out there for a while. Oh, yeah? We typically, mm -hmm. when we get back, we just kind of say, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> fabulous. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. it goes very deep, and I remember a little, and other times I'm a bit more conscious and forward, but I had the intention today to really show up deeply. Okay. And so I a big part of it you know our intentions are a huge part of our uh way of being and how we can show up in an experience right i call oh. it like a a runner i send a runner like i send my intention to a situation before i show up and then when i show up it's like cleared away and the intention has already been set so I had, the, I had the intention today to be really authentic and deeply in mother and she she did it. <laughs> she really kicked my butt a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for this. I am so glad to have you be part of the team to deliver to the listener something that is so rare, unique, and beautiful. And uh, this is going to be good. Thank you. And I, I just hope, again, it's not that any one of us is better or less than it. I just hope I add another dimension another another voice another tone another color another you know it's like going to a fabric store Ooh, there's so many fabrics i like it here <laughs> this one's pretty i'll try this one on you do and it only made sense to invite you on the show and have you be part of what we're doing here awesome well thank I you love Char. It. i love what you're doing and mwah, blessings to you
Let me just remind the listeners that your website is angelsemerging.com. Now, it was angelemerging.com, ladies and gentlemen, but they have changed the spelling to make it plural. So it's Angels Emerging. Go there. Check out everything that they're doing. All these community events are wonderful. And learn more about Connie as well as Wendy. Spiritualinsightsradio.com is where the archives live. Do go and check out all that's offered to this beautiful community. That is our show for today. We'll look forward to speaking with Connie and Divine Mother once again. But until then, God bless and be at peace. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.